Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Fighting America's Medical Scandal Against Children. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, with many states passing laws protecting youth from gender ideology, the House Judiciary Committee held a hearing recently focusing on exposing the dangers associated with attempting to change a person's gender, if that were even possible. It's not. No. <laughs> In a two-and-a-half-hour hearing, members of Congress from both parties heard different perspectives and powerful testimonies from witnesses about the damaging effects of puberty blockers, hormone treatments, and medical mutilation. They also heard emotional pleas for action to stop these barbaric procedures on children. Some of that uh, testimony came from people like Chloe Cole, a biological female who had gender confusion or dysphoria at age 13. We'll talk a little bit about some of her testimony, but powerful testimony was presented in the U.S. House. Oh, Matt, I watched this this um, this meeting, and it was powerful. And I pray that after hearing this, that people will then take action because it was just a powerful reminder of what's going on, the industry that's happening in our culture like you mentioned, Chloe Cole, I mean, just to listen to her testimony, even her quotes, it gives me chills. Of course, she was a victim of what she calls one of the biggest medical scandals in America. And she explained that her lifelong irreversible harm began when she and her concerned parents first met with a so-called gender specialist. Now, granted, when she was 11, she got on social media, and that's where she first started seeing what was going on and then got lured into this. And she stated that her encounter fast-tracked her onto puberty blockers, testosterone, and then a double mastectomy by age 15. Can yeah, you imagine 15. a 15-year-old girl that loses her breasts? Yeah, and you say, well, how can her parents have allowed that? Well, when they went to the doctors, the counselors, they said that your child's going to die if you don't do this, puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and mutilating surgeries because she was born in the wrong body. But she wasn't suicidal, and that's She's one thing she female, brought out. She should have been male. She wasn't suicidal, she said. But that's what the doctors, that's what the counselors said. So the mother is like, I don't want to do nothing and then wake up one day and my daughter is gone because she commits suicide. So, okay, um, we'll, we'll try the cross-sex hormones and the puberty blockers, and that's what they did. And then they went on to total mastectomy, believing the lie that was perpetrated by these counselors. But after her surgery, she did become suicidal, and she said right. that the doctors almost created the very nightmare they said they were trying to avoid. And she became suicidal because the underlying medical, psychological, and the autism spectrum that she was dealing with was not resolved. It was not diagnosed. It was not treated. But now she underwent these procedures that forever deepened her voice, masculinized her bone structure, and left horrible scars across her chest where uh, she looks in the mirror. She says she feels like a monster. So with the ongoing psychological issues still present, now she realizes that she's engaged in this irreversible surgery. She doesn't know she'll 
be able to bear children, and she certainly won't be able to nurse the children, and that's what causes, caused her to become suicidal. She is a very strong critic mm-hmm. of what was uh, happening to her and to so many others. She says this needs to stop. Every Enough children have already been victimized by this barbaric pseudoscience. Please let me be your final warning. It was very strong. Very powerful. So the hearing started off with a video from uh, Dr. Blair Peters from the Oregon Health and Science University in Portland, a self-described, quote, queer surgeon, close quote, who appeared in the video with pink hair, admitted that doctors are, quote, just kind of learning and figuring out what works, close quote. He explained the challenges of foregoing an artificial, uh, forging an artificial vaginal canal from the lining of a child's abdomen. Explain the challenge of, of forging an artificial Ugh. vaginal canal from the lining of a child's abdomen. Now, this is not Horrific. like life-threatening kinds it's of surgery that they need to do. This is something that they voluntarily do. The fact that a doctor would even consider this is just unbelievable. He stated plainly, quote, we know almost nothing about these outcomes, close quote. Okay, so would you get on an airplane if they didn't know about the outcome of the flight. The pilot says, you know, we're going to take off today, but we... We're not sure if we're going to land safely. We don't know about whether we can actually land. We've never done this before. Right. We don't have a good track record. But join us on the flight. Yeah, but just join us, sit back, relax, buckle your seatbelt, and enjoy the ride. It's all experiment, but no. And you're the experiment. No. <laughs> but this I mean, is what they're but doing. But this is true. This they're is doing what's this happening. on children. They're experimenting on children like Frankenstein. It's unbelievable. From a clinical perspective, Dr. Jennifer Bowens, director of the Center of Family Studies at Family Research Council, testified to the committee that there is a lack of evidence that these uh, procedures help children. Uh, Dr. Bowens stated, quote, when it comes to gender transition procedures, in quotes, my field is not operating as a helping profession. Instead, it is actively causing harm. Dr. Bowens explained that the medical community is endorsing these irreversible procedures based upon ideological consensus, but not evidence. Now, what's ideological consensus versus evidence? Well, ideological consensus is you get a group of people, take COVID, for example. You get a group of people, and whether they're influenced by Big Pharma or the CDC or the FDA or the NIH, and they just follow it. They have an ideological bias to follow It's a social contagion. But they're not looking at evidence. There is no evidence base that supports this kind of medical interventions on children to resolve their mental uh, crises that they're facing. There's no medical evidence. There's no scientific evidence that supports this. In fact, she says, and we've said this before, she says, quote, in most cases, 85% or more of those experiencing gender dysphoria will desist if they are left alone. And with success rates this high, it is actually unethical to intervene. However, she says, quote, gendered affirming care, in quotes, has created a monopoly on treatment options as it demands that it is the only way to treat gender dysphoria. These kids deserve better, she says. We should be innovating solutions to heal their distress, not coercing them into a path that tells them that they need to remove or change parts of who they are in order to be whole. 
But this was a really good part. Representative Harriet Hagman, she asked Dr. Bowens, and she asked her a couple of questions kind of leading up to this, like, what is the percentage of success you've had with this? And then finally, she followed up, there is a 100% failure rate for quote-unquote sex change operations isn't there because it's not possible to change your sex. And Dr. Bowens agreed that it was true. You cannot change your sex. Well, Paula Scanlon also testified. She's a former swimmer at the University of Pennsylvania. She recounted her experiences being a sexual assault survivor. So she herself has been a survivor of attempted sexual assault. Um, And she then now, as a survivor of sexual assault, had to share a locker room with her controversial male teammate, Will Thomas, known as Leah, who claims that he identifies as a woman. And he still has all his male parts, and he dates girls. So would you want to dress, undress in front of well, him if you were a woman? Well, and she said you know, she had been forced to change and shower alongside the six-foot-four male swimmer with male genitalia, Uh, And it brought a hundred women on the swim team to tears. And yet the university's response was to give the women, quote, re-education services, close quote. Okay, that's maddening. (laughs) To make them more comfortable with the situation. Later in the hearing, uh, I mean, it's just unbelievable. The hearing continued. But so you have Paula Scanlon. She's a victim of sexual assault. Um, We've actually represented... Uh, a woman that was a victim of attempted sexual assault, a horrible situation where somebody tried to assault her as she's jogging through a path in the woods. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fortunately, she escaped. Then she ends up in a gym, and uh, Planet Fitness uh, has this policy that you can use whatever restroom you want to. So she goes into this restroom, and here's this male. In the dressing room. In the dressing room, the locker room. Makeup, yeah. And she complains, and Planet Fitness takes the quote, transsexual person's side, oh, well, that person has the right to do that. Uh, It's just absurd. So when you're talking to somebody who's a victim of sexual assault, the last person they want to have in the shower, locker room, or restroom is a man, the last person. Respect these people and protect them, not exacerbate the situation. That's what this hearing is about. H.R. 15, the Equality Act, is also pushing this radical agenda I encourage you to go to lc.org forward slash EA, EA, and make your voice known to your members of Congress regarding the Equality Act today. lc.org forward slash EA. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. 